All right, welcome to More Later. First episode of this brand new podcast, I am Brett. I record this with my friend Brian. We've been friends for more than 30 years now. And for the past couple of years, we've kind of talked about hosting a podcast. And we've had a couple of different ideas. But what we ended up settling on was just a podcast where we get together and talk about things that interest us or that we're thinking about or just that have been on our minds in one way or another and hope that you find it interesting too. Um, You'll see that some of our thoughts don't necessarily make sense. Some of them don't lead from one thought to another. We have many contradictions. We have many asinine reasoning, asinine reasons for doing things. Um, but if nothing else, maybe, maybe, only maybe, it will be entertaining and it'll be something that you'll want to come back to week to week. So this is episode one. We record these in Brian's, uh, I think it's called a Florida room. I don't know why it's called that, but it's this little room off the side of his living room. Uh, we sit in stools at a bar in his Florida room, a bar that he purchased from New Orleans and had shipped to his house here in Northwest Indiana. And we sit in these stools and we talk. And um, that's that's what you're going to hear now. The podcast is called More Later. We went back and forth over a number of weeks trying to come up with names. Uh, All the good names that we came up with were taken by other podcasts, many of which only had a couple of episodes before the people recording them abandon the podcast ideas. So a big thanks for nothing to those jerks who used up a perfectly good podcast name but then produced nothing behind it. So we could have had... I I mean, I'm happy with the name more later. I think it's a cool name, and I think it will work just fine for what we're doing. But there are plenty of good podcast names out there that could have been used had a bunch of podcast quitters not taken the names and then started recording and then figured out, oh, crap, I don't really have anything to say beyond one hour. So Brian and I come in, and now we have something to say beyond an hour. We're going to produce these. Hopefully every Monday and Thursday is the plan. Two times a week, you'll be hearing from us about an hour at a time, just the two of us talking. At some point, perhaps, we'll have guests or will kind of uh, broaden the the plan behind what we're doing. The format might evolve a little bit, but for now, it's just two friends of 30 years talking about whatever's on our mind, having a few laughs, a few insights, probably a few thoughts that you'll listen to and say, why am I even, why am I listening to these idiots? But then the the amazing thing is, that you'll just continue to listen because it's mesmerizing or something. Anyway, here's the first episode. Me and Brian from his Florida room. More later. Thanks for listening. But I will say, you know how <laughs> you know how I know that we mean business with this thing. Recording, initial recording issues aside, <laughs> is I pulled we set 8:30. Is uh-huh. the time. Right. And I pulled into your driveway at 826. 
And now we're never on. We're time never on anything. time. We always we get together once a month, and we have for since what December of sixteen, I right. think. So going on three years, and ha I mean we've missed a month or two here right. or there, but like thirty something times, and we always set eight o'clock, and we've actually as the meeting time, and we've actually hit eight o'clock. Two times, three times. If I mean, that. I most mean, of the time we're closer to eight thirty or eight, right. eight fifteen. For eight, sure. eight means eight fifteen at a uh, at a minimum. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, just how it is. But this, you were right on time. I had actually turned off Pawn Stars right before you walked in. I was like, okay, what if he rolls in on time? Yeah, but happened. it's but it's I just yeah. it's just Pawn Stars. <laughs> like well, hey, I mean, you think I'm gonna make fun of you for watching Pawn Stars or something? Well, I wait, really and then, don't know and then, cool. Yeah, but then you turned on a, a Lifetime movie or a Hallmark movie or whatever. Well, it's Christmas you... time. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I mean, I'll get judged on either watching Pawn Stars or the Hallmark movie channel, but I'll probably get judged more on Hallmark. But it is Christmas time. It but is. now, what what did you before we started? You mentioned <laughs> that what those movies. Yeah, well, I mean, they follow a tried and true model of uh, having having a young, powerful businesswoman being moving on, not <laughs> happy at all. Job is a lot of pressure, and she moves back home to a failing family business and re revamps it. Meets a handsome like businessman, cop. Is she like a shopkeeper? Sometimes, it, or it, well, I mean, it probably depends usually. On well, I mean, it usually is the bed and breakfast. Usually. Okay. Um, or the other model is a. a like I mentioned earlier, the um, single husband, wife is out of the picture for numerous reasons, but he's always a fuck-up father, and the <laughs> female has to head in and help him out. So, for numerous reasons, the wife kind of has to be dead. I mean, because if he's a fuck-up father, he's not going to have the kids, unless unless he yeah. doesn't have the kids in the movie. Yeah. But like if the dad has the kids, right. well, that yeah, implies yeah, one of two things. Either she's dead right. or she's like a crackhead somewhere. And I mean, that probably is not in Hallmark's wheelhouse. No, so that's like on Spike TV. Dead wife moving on or dead wife husband moving on for new love is a heartfelt story. Right. Yeah. And then there, there has to be a scene in there. Because there, there has to be conflict, right? So either the people don't right. see eye to eye or, like, he has some kind of, like, oh, I miss my wife. Is it too soon or something? Have you have you watched these movies ever? I don't think I've ever seen a Hallmark movie. So who was my um, TV crush in, like, junior high and high school? I can see her being in all of these movies. Are you talking about Candace Cameron? That is right, sir. So <laughs> she is in a bunch of these. and That seems about the appropriate career trajectory for her. Well, well she's pulled in uh, Jodie Sweetin, yeah. um, the chick from Party of Five, like 
Lacey Chabert. Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't see that. And show, um, I know. he actually, um, um, Winnie from Wonder Years. Um, Winnie from Wonder uh, Years? Holy cow. Um, what's her name? Uh, oh, man. McKellar. Danica McKellar. Danica Isn't McKellar. she like an engineer or something? She's a or math wish or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's like a fucking Rhodes Scholar or yeah. something. Yeah, well, I but, mean, I guess she still wants to right, act. And... Right. But, like, Candace Cameron really reels me in still. And she's hotter <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> so is it is it 41-year-old Brian that's reeled in, or is it, like, 15-year-old Brian, or is it both? Uh, it's, well, what's... What's the difference of uh, 41 and 15? <laughs> right. 26-year-old yeah. Brian. <laughs> I guess. Oh, you mean you split the difference. Yeah. You mean, oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant 41-year-old Brian's the same as 15-year-old Brian. Well, in some ways. Yeah. In some ways. Well, I mean, in uh, this aspect, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but I recorded a new one that was on Sunday. Actually recorded it. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> A new one for this year, or just a new yeah, one yeah. Uh, she's is been. She I mean, as far yeah, is like, she in multiple ones per year? To my knowledge, she she puts out a new one each year. Okay, so I was thinking about this the other day. That like, <clears throat> do you ever pay attention to whether, like, how authentic the actors seem Christmassy? Because like, they're probably recording this. They're probably making the film in like, you know, February or March or April or something to get ready for December. So, right. I'll, I mean, I guess they are actors. <laughs> they should be able to simulate Christmas cheer. But it just seems like. Yeah, I mean, it's probably odds are these movies are probably made with minimal budget, although it's not like a slasher horror movie there's right. a budget but you can crank these out probably in six weeks yeah it's right like it's not like the aviator or braveheart it's not a yeah. two-year film i right. mean like i said earlier they're following a formula right. so and it no matter where they are whether they're in um, alaska or connecticut they make it look cold, but it's awfully sunny and like it, it, it just looks warmer than <laughs> yeah, it really they, should be. Yeah, but. yeah. Um, what those Hallmark movies? Like, I make fun of Danica McKellar and Candace Cameron for oh, yeah, being I, in them and right. whatever. But like, they're acting jobs. You know, they're making a living as an actor. Right. And, and if that's what you want to do and that's what you can get, then why not do it? And it's like one of those things. Well, I mean, it's the like Samuel Jackson, Henry Rollins mentality. You're a step away from being unemployed always. Like Samuel right. yeah. L. Jackson said, I mean, he takes all these acting jobs, whether they're bad movies are not because they're jobs right rollins will do whatever because it's, it's a job i, I right. think for these like no like hallmark probably they cater to probably a certain crowd of like the the family model of 
husband works, wife is at home, kids are at home with mom. But I think it get like Candace Cameron's husband is a hockey hockey player, and I'm not really mm-hmm. like Beret or Burr. It's fucking hockey. <laughs> so, but so okay. I mean, it get like sorry, hockey fans. Yeah, <laughs> I mean she isn't going to be in the next um, Martin um, Scorsese movie. She's not going to be in the next Jerry Bruckheimer television show. So this probably gives her uh, leeway to act, be at home, and then still be somewhat relevant because she drives products also because there's a lot of like Balsam Hill product placement which we have a balsam hill christmas tree so (laughs) so, did you buy your christmas tree because of a hallmark no movie no actually what is balsam hill balsam hill is is, uh, christmas related yeah uh, it's uh the the christmas tree maker and and i had read about them in you know about like i don't know like four years ago uh in a newspaper ad and uh, and they look cool and I checked them out online I'm like oh okay and then a year after is when I started watching the Hallmark movies and Balsam Hill logically they're a huge sponsor so but um, <laughs> yeah I mean it, and it, to me it's more of a hobby they don't have to act really because they're right. fine yeah. like yeah um winnie is some math whiz she right does it but acting acting that was probably her outlet right yeah but both of them were in camp uh cucamonga back in 91 camp cucamonga cucamonga is that a movie? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. I mean, it was a this this like ABC Sunday night movie that I waited like Oh man, those Sunday night movies are awesome. Like I started because for the listeners there, I used to be obsessed with Candace Cameron. Yeah. And um back in like I don't know, like nine maybe ninety one, ninety two, probably ninety one, we were in eighth 91, grade. Ninety one, eighth grade, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were like advertising <laughs> Camp Cucamonga from like June until August, <laughs> and I waited all summer for it, and it finally came on. And uh, it was like Candace Cameron, um, Danica McKellar, um, maybe uh, Jonathan Brandis might have been in it. Um, oh gosh, yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. Um, then a bunch of other like did he die? Yeah, offed himself. Oh, yeah, man. Not as a kid though. Like as an adult, he didn't transition like early twenties or something. You know, yeah. Which I mean, to us now, that's a kid. But he he was probably, I'd say, twenty five or under, maybe. I don't know. It was after Sequest, and and I'm not sure what his issue was. I don't know, man. Well, he got to be a part of Camp Cucamonga. Exactly. That's funny because I was just thinking this summer about Ellie and I watched this show, this Disney show uh, called Bunked, and it's it takes place in a summer camp. And like, I think there's only like 
two adults in the whole show, two right. or three adults in the whole show, one recurring and then a couple of guests, and it's all like teenagers. But it, it's a summer camp, and like that's my hallmark equivalent. Like I love watching that show. There's three seasons. We've we've seen just about every episode. Some of them numerous mm-hmm. times. But it makes me want. It made me want to watch more camp movies, like okay. summer camp movies. Okay. So Camp Cucamonga, but I couldn't, like, I couldn't, I thought of Ernest Goes to Camp, which is really hard to find. Like, it's not on Netflix. It wasn't on Amazon. Hmm. They had Ernest Saves Christmas, which, I mean, that's appropriate now, I guess. But, and, like, the the video store by us didn't have it either. So my kids still haven't seen Ernest Goes to Camp, which seems like some kind of parenting failure. But um, what, like... What other camp movies are out there? Well, see, like, that's, that's, besides like Friday the 13th. That's the thing. Like Friday the 13th, I watched that Great a few Outdoors? years ago. It's fantastic. Yeah, we watched Great Outdoors. That right. that was pretty fantastic. And um, yeah, that's, that's who is that? Dan Aykroyd and John Candy? I think. Is it John Dan, Candy for sure. Dan Aykroyd yeah. for sure. Okay. Then yeah. I think. I always get that and Summer Rental confused. I think John Candy was in Summer Rental, okay. too. Do you remember that? The name, but I haven't watched it. And to admit to you, I haven't ever watched any Ernest movies either. You haven't? No. Like, oh, man. That guy, I, his, like, dick and his turtle, I don't just rub me the wrong way. He had a turtle? Vern, right? Was that his turtle? I yeah, because he used so. yeah. to always say, "Know yeah. what I mean, Vern?" Yeah. yeah, yeah. God, you know, I, I don't. I guess I don't really remember anything about it other than we loved Ernest Goes to Camp, right. and I don't think that I saw like Ernest Saves Christmas or. Ernest. What do you think Ernest Ernest moved on to? After the movies, yeah. um, I don't know. Probably he couldn't. I mean, after everything's saved, what do you do after that? Hallmark movies. Er- <laughs> Ernest fucks shit up. <laughs> Ernest wreaks havoc. How about uh, Ernest? Ernest saves the world. Ernest saves the world. Ernest. Ernest breaks out of prison. Ernest elects Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, well, well, the the actor who played Ernest, Jim Varney, voiced um, Slinky Dog in Toy Story in the first Toy Story movie. So he got tons of work from that with all of the associated stuff. <clears throat> but then he died before the second one, I think. Who, Ernest? Yeah, Jim, Jim Varney. Varney. Oh. Yeah, he died before the second. The first oh. one came out in like 1995. The second one, I think, was 1999. And well, he died before well, that one. Okay, well, he didn't. Well, so well, I mean, he, so he didn't elect he, Donald he, Trump, obviously. He was but his, he active then. So. Yeah, I mean, okay, I don't know. So, yeah. And I mean, I don't know how many of those Ernest movies there were that. Like straight know, like, to video right. movies that we never heard of. You know? right. But his brother actually did the voice for Slinky Dog and all the movies after that. Right. His brother, like, which celebrity brothers who like cash in on like not even their talent, on their brother's talent. Right. That's it's pretty admirable. I mean, it's pretty resourceful. Like everybody knows Jim Varney. I don't know his brother's name. Barney Varney. Barney. Barney. <laughs> yeah, but know. like, I read, I, I, like Gallagher, the comedian, mm-hmm. his brother, Jake the Snake Roberts, 
Don't they look alike? <laughs> like I always thought yeah. they looked alike. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Actually, Gallagher was in Meyer in Highland like last month. <laughs> Doing in, what? In, shopping? In, in Highland, Indiana, where we're recording this podcast. Well, we're recording it next to Highland, but there's a Meyer, a big grocery store. And somebody in the community Facebook page posted a picture of Gallagher in the chip aisle. And he was there buying, I don't know if he was buying watermelons or if they made the joke that he was buying watermelons. But he was buying something because he was performing at like the Silver Bullet, not the Silver Bullet Lounge, that's in South Haven, I think. But whatever, some lounge, I think, that's over by like the old ultra over there oh 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 uh no that's called the room the room like it like it was called the silver buckle saloon yeah i think that's what they said then they they got bought out by hoses and cuffs which at first when i drove by (laughs) hoses and cuffs i I thought it was a sex store yeah it sounds like it but uh, it's a fireman and a policeman bar, which, oh, okay. why the fuck would you want to drink at a bar run by cops who <laughs> yeah, are going to pull your ass over after drinking? <laughs> Makes no sense. But yeah, um, um, the room is uh, is like a v- venue. Okay. The room. Well, anyway, Gallagher. Right. Was there buying? Yeah, was was it Meyer buying something because he was performing at the room, which is so funny because I listened to the WTF podcast mm. that he was on in like 2011. I listened to it over the summer, and he was only he's the only guest to ever walk out during a, a recording of the podcast. Gallagher, Gallagher. What did he want? Because Mark Marin was challenging him on he was he. A lot of his act was like homosexual jokes, mm-hmm. and um, Mark Maron was challenging him on that. Okay. And like Gallagher got super defensive, and he was like, "I don't want. I didn't come here for this." And then just like got up and left. And but he was at the time he was complaining. This is 2011. He was complaining that he wasn't getting. He thought he should have a talk show because he was like this big comedian and he he was struggling then but eight years later he's struggling even more if he's at the silver buckle the the room does he think it's like 1989 right and that's the thing with him is like he's he's like a one-trick pony you know like you can only smash watermelons for so many years well i mean i mean the fact that he was telling off-putting homosexual jokes kind of surprises me not because of the content but but because he tells jokes like i didn't <laughs> right, know yeah right he did anything but like yell something out and smash water right right but any yeah so this all gets back to his brother that's right how we got started yeah. on that. his brother for years did a touring thing where he basically did gallagher's show but as his brother and called it like Gallagher two or something like that. Gallagher T O O or wow. I, I, something like that. That's but like, but then the real Gallagher, like 
he let it go on for a little while, but then they had some kind of falling out or something. So then the real Gallagher told the brother Gallagher, no, you can't do it anymore. And the brother Gallagher then just like changed it slightly or something and continued to do it and infuriating the real Gallagher. Yeah, man. Because, I mean, there's really only room for one watermelon-smashing quote comic. I mean, when I think about it, like, brothers in entertainment usually don't hate each other. I mean, I I don't know, like, about all the Baldwin brothers or... Like if Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez like each other, yeah. But in like music, you have the Black Crows, right? And Chris Robinson and uh, the the brother guitarist, <laughs> who's awesome, but they don't like each other. Right. They're hooking hooking back up for the thirtieth anniversary of uh, Shake Shake Your Money Maker. But the, I hate the Black Crows. They're a throwback, but. I, something about them just they're good me. but i mean i mean i'm not a big fan i uh i wouldn't turn them off and don't seek them out yeah and uh in the kings of leon they're brothers and cousins i believe and they hate each other they yeah and they like get almost like disbanded right like yeah i remember a few years um, ago oasis they're yeah, like legendary they hate each other hating each other uh they're yeah i mean now one just off the top of my head, the National has twin brothers. They get along from what I see. Yeah. So, but, yeah. What about, are there brothers in Van Halen? Uh, yes. Uh, Alex and Annie. Alex and so, Alex they Alex get along. Yeah. Who was it? Was it, it was Alex, right, that did the Michael Jackson solo in Beat no, It? Or was that Eddie? Eddie. Eddie, yeah. Okay. I guess it doesn't really matter, but just thinking about that. Yeah, so, brother, yeah, I mean, if... Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone. (laughs) If you have a brother, fucking watch out, man. The thing is, the thing is that, like, Sylvester Stallone has turned into the kind of joke that I always thought Frank Stallone was. Like, Sylvester Stallone always seemed, like, legit, legit. but, but... you know, Frank Stallone always seemed just kind of like a you know character guy. Do you ever find it find it odd that Sly never like moved into the like drama? Like, I feel if he was a yeah. relevant actor now, and his career moved wait, on. Wait he, a minute, Ram. He just released Last Blood. Well, and we talked about that? watching it. Yeah, we, we never fucking watched it. Got all fucked yeah, up that month, so. We'll have to watch it, but yeah, we'll get it. You know, I feel like had he been at the height, like say he was Rocky and Rambo, like let's say Rambo Part Two and then Rocky Three height mm-hmm. today, okay, would he would he evolve? Would he pull a Tom Cruise and Mel Gibson? Not shout out. Anti, anti-Semitic. <laughs> Damn you! Yeah. Hey, sugar but... tits. <laughs> sugar tits. That just seems like something a ninety-year-old would yeah, say. Would... Sugar tits. But like, they turn to drop. I like far and away. I, I call it what you will, but it was more drama than Tom Cruise had ever. And then Mel Gibson 
turn to you know Braveheart has action in it, but it's right. more there's yeah. more like acting like Stallone just would he have changed what about rhinestone cowboy oh shit i don't even remember what that movie was it's that was him comedy in, is that dolly parton right is it oh yeah <laughs> man <laughs> i just heard eight-year-old brian uh, come know. out with dolly parton i know i have like as every age there's a TV crush. <laughs> yeah. Well, five-year-old Brian was uh, into Dolly Parton, and then like Wonder Woman, Linda Carter. I think everybody, right. every boy at some point, had a thing for Dolly Parton. Oh yeah, I think so. Um, but with uh, Sylvester Stallone, like Cliffhanger. Well, that was so. You're separating a drama from an action. Movie. I guess. And the thing is, like the original Rocky. That's a that's not an action movie. That's like a thoughtful drama. It and is. He, and he wrote that. He right. didn't direct it. He, yeah. John, John Av he directed it. But but then he started I, it. Right. But then I mean, when you look at him, I mean he's it gets back into the do you like what you're doing? I mean, I mean just probably likes making action. Yeah, he probably is more respectable because he knows what his niche is. He's, yeah, he's just like, gee, I'm not gonna win an Oscar. Right. Although he didn't, Rocky win an Oscar. Rocky for did win an best Oscar screenplay. for best screenplay. Yeah. So I mean, so he did. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. yeah, I know it won best picture. Right. So, you know, like <laughs> acting, acting, acting. Why he's he's just like, well, I mean, I'm into action and. Yeah, well, I think also part of it might be that, like, every one of his lines sounds the same in every movie. It's always like... Well, I mean, I think I talked about this earlier with the Rocky evolution and de-evolution. Because in... Do you remember the original Rocky? Yeah, I watched it not too long ago. Part of that AFI Top 100. Thing. I mean, he convinced me that he, that he was probably illiterate and yeah. couldn't read. Yeah. But as uh, and in Rocky Two, you find out that he can't read when he's making that commercial. Actually, I don't the, remember the, Rocky the, II. the the like caveman deodorant the the like right guard uh-huh. commercial. You find out that he can't read the cue cards. Oh, okay. But then in Rocky three and four, he's rich and he's reading like War and Peace and doing like math equations. Ah, okay. But then in Rocky five, when he gets beat up a little bit too much, he starts to go back to Rocky one. Ah. Like he can't read. But in um, uh, Balboa, he he's a restaurant owner and he's right in the middle. He's like he's obviously well off, but he like like the restaurants in Philly, and he like has he can probably read like Dr. Seuss books. Yeah. So yeah. (laughs) But I wonder why he uh, felt that he had to change that character. Like, like the more successful Rocky was, the smarter he was. I I think. Well, I mean, he would have more resources and more time to... Well, he had the robot. 
in Rocky Four. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta so, watch these Rocky movies. Nothing, nothing's. I don't remember any of it. He had a robot. Can, yeah. The only thing I remember from Rocky movies is that scene where I don't even know. I think it's. Could it have been when they were playing No Easy Way Out? Dude, that's Rocky Four, right after Creed is killed. Is right? it when he's driving? Right after his funeral, yeah. Okay, yeah, and he's driving at night and uh-huh. he's shifting. Right. That scene made me want to always learn to drive a stick shift. Right. And when I got my 85 Dodge Daytona in 1994, and I got my license, I'm pretty sure like the first time I ever drove, I thought I was Rocky Balboa, like <laughs> shifting through it. Like... <laughs> Maybe not quite as smoothly because you know I was probably grinding it right. quite a bit, but it, that that's the only thing that I shouldn't say it's the only thing. Like I remember, I remember you know the fight against the Soviet and Drago. 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 I must break you. You gotta watch like something like that. I don't know. One through four are awesome. Yeah. One is, I mean, one is pretty different from the rest of them. One is, one is like a legit serious movie. One is probably the most boring one, actually. But, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, it's a well written movie. Yeah. And but like, I love watching the evolution of the brother too. The uh, <laughs> Polly. Polly, yeah. <laughs> like he, like he becomes yeah. more of a. <laughs> more of a meathead. More of a bum mooch. Yeah, right. Like he's on a like on a fifteen year mooch. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean where he came from, he's like, hey, this is this guy's my meal ticket. I'm freaking getting out of there. Yeah, Polly was the meat cutter with with like local mobster ties that hook up Rocky, I think, with the fight. Or or like his job as a knee breaker. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to go back and check it. I haven't, I haven't seen any of that stuff. For Rocky a while. three and five, man. Like watching Rocky three as a kid with like uh, Hulk Hogan and oh man, Mister T. That yeah. was that was my camp Kukamanga. <laughs> with all that you star, just, you just with all that list. star power. Yeah, you should just make a list of you know the camp Kukamanga equivalent movies. Do you ever like? Life. Do you? <clears throat> do you think about like old movies and old TV shows and think how do they hold up? Oh, all do the time. Do you yeah. go back and watch them? Yeah, I, my most I don't know if it's my most recent experience, but my most um vivid experience with that over the past few years. And I kind of want to go back and watch it again cuz I think I might have a new appreciation for the absurdism in it is um. Oh gosh, the bowling movie with Woody Harrelson and oh, Bill yeah. Murray. Uh, Kingpin. Kingpin. Yeah, Kingpin. we loved Kingpin when it came out, right. and we watched it a lot. But then I watched it by myself on a Saturday night in 2012 or 2013, uh-huh. and I was just watching it, thinking like, how did how did I think this was so good? And like. It didn't seem funny. It seemed kind of stupid. It right. seemed kind of, but I also think that maybe if I watched it now, I might be able to appreciate like just the absurd gags in it instead of like expecting it to be like some normal comedy or something. Cause it's, it's like, it's a, uh, 
Three Big Brothers that did it. Um, Three Stooges. Oh no, they, the, they directed it. Do they hate each other now? <laughs> no, no, no not the Coen Brothers. The other ones. Um, <laughs> oh man, what the, <laughs> the hell? Fratelli Brothers. <laughs> Fratelli. <laughs> From the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> How am I supposed to remember the name of the brothers in the Goonies? Because you remember everything. Uh, apparently not that. <laughs> Goonies is a classic. Um, Kingpin directors. I know... Um, what the... the Fairly. Fairly brothers. brothers. They're the same ones that did... Um, Basketball? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see that, but they... but. Um, Something about Mary. Did something <coughs> okay. about Mary. Um, so that's a movie I didn't really care for. There's something about Mary. It I never was, did see the whole thing. It was so. It was so hyped that it was supposed and, to be so fun. And yeah. I tried to stay away from those right things, movies, bands, whatever that that are so hyped up. And I ended up watching it probably I don't know like nine or nine months after it came out uh -huh. and i was there's just no way it was going to meet your expectations at right that point, i mean probably. i mean it had funny parts it had the franken beans it had the 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 hair gel yeah but like that i don't know i don't know i've always been a been a dialogue comedy person yeah like, right dialogue yeah yeah has to be awesome or the like Comedy can't be like so like yeah. That's but. actually in, on my list of of things that I've been thinking about. And before I go to that, you mentioned when I was trying to think of the Farrelly brothers, you said the Three Stooges. I just saw that they actually directed the Three Stooges remake from a few years ago, which is kind of really? funny that you said. Yeah, there was a Three Stooges movie, like let's say two thousand. 11 or 12 maybe it was pretty good really? i took the boys to see it yeah when they were little and it was talking about brothers i think well <laughs> there were actually like eight stooges and they like i think a bunch of them were were related oh really and 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 a lot a lot of them died from like weird diseases i don't know you'll have i, I was oh, uh, huh. looking them up before they got big though one right day. no after they oh really yeah. uh, huh well i can't i can't find everything that i wrote about this now but i was thinking the other day about like poop comedy uh -huh. and it just kind of drives me crazy because I think something has to be like really funny. I'm I'm not gonna laugh at something just because it's poop. Right. And I think that that some movies go there quite a bit just because they think they can get laugh laughs from that. Like you're a bougie poop comedy person. <laughs> <laughs> bougie poop comedy. Well, I just like, um, uh, why can I not think of any films to, Bridesmaids. The scene in, I had heard how funny Bridesmaids was, and it was funny, 
But like, I liked it. there was like that scene where like that the movie where they like have diarrhea in the sink or whatever. Right, right, because they were at that like steakhouse. Yeah, I, I don't know. I watched it and I was just like, yeah, it's fine. But like, right. it, to me, it's like the last like, it's it's like. I expect it from like a high school film, like a bunch of high schoolers get together and let's make a film and like, right. Or, or you know, like you would, you expect that in American tires. Right. Which, or like, like if you're a creative person and right. you're making this, like this 90 minute movie and like 87 minutes of it are poop, are poop free. Why do you have to throw in that three minutes of poop? Surely right. you can come up with, something else although i mean people loved it so maybe i'm in the minority on the anti-poop humor but yeah i mean i no i really liked that movie because i had low expectations of it i only saw they're, they're like anti-something about Mary, like <laughs> right going and, low expectations. and it exceeded the low expectations i had uh, and the poop part was eh, i mean i yeah i hear you but i mean i didn't bother me. I mean, I don't know. It's part of the movie. Yeah. I mean, it was used as, no, I, I think as like a catastrophe. It, it was just like one extra thing that went wrong. Yeah, and okay, that's true. That's so, true, if you put it that way. Right. Yeah. Like, that's... what else can go wrong? Oh, we'll head to this restaurant that I think is good, but it's actually real shitty. Right. Pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think there's something wrong with my brain when I watch movies and read books, which you wouldn't think there'd be something wrong with your brain when you're reading books. But, right. like, I can't remember movies after I watch them. Like, even even things that I've seen recently, mm -hmm. like, last, in early 2018, I had that movie pass. Oh, yeah. And I went to see something like 32 movies in like three months or something. And like I I keep I have a list of every movie that I've seen since 2011, uh -huh. I think. We saw a preview. We went the other day and saw the Mr. Rogers Neighborhood movie. Okay. And they showed a preview for the new Jumanji movie coming out. And we just saw the With first the Jumanji. Yeah, there's another one. Wait, hey, is this a sequel? Yeah. It's a sequel okay. to the new Jumanji. Okay. With The Rock. The Rock, Jack Black, Kevin Hart, okay. and some woman. I don't know. You could have told me that that this new one is the like absolutely new one. I probably wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't know. But I but, saw some ad on it. But I saw the new one, the the like first remake of it, and like I don't remember anything about it. And, like, all of these movies that I see, like, right. unless I see it over and over, like, ba like, Back to the Future, I can tell you every single thing that's going right. to happen. But, like, a movie that I have only seen once, I don't know how anybody remembers. I mean, I think it depends on, like, how... How into it you are. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I watched a... Uh, I watched a Star is Born. And, and, oh, a and, Star and, is and Born. And I'm only going to watch, watch that once. That's and, so I mean, good. I, remember almost all of it but yeah. i mean like no i hear that, you that, like but that movie is like so exceptional right and that movie that's like above and beyond but like, like most of what we're gonna see i'm trying to think of you know i 
there's a but like this movie is popping popping in my head and it's like almost 20 years old or yeah road to perdition i never did see that so i saw that once i do not remember shit yeah or there was a um nicole kidman and the british guy uh Oh, yeah. Barn, um, Benedict Cumberbatch? No. That's um, not him? Oh, oh. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor, and okay. They're in some Civil War movie, I think, or something, and I can't remember shit about that. Yeah, so, I, no, I think you, you have to be, like, really, really interested in it, I think. <clears throat> well, I. The same thing with books, though, too. Like, I read a book, and right. I think, oh, shit, I don't... I know I read that, but I don't know what it was about. Right. But, and you would think, especially with... Well, I don't know, maybe it was less likely to happen if, with books, because you... It takes so long to read a book. You're not going to read a book in two hours. Are so you, it's harder to focus. Are you... Um, are you, you the same way with, like, music? Can well, you hear a song more. I mean, but music you listen to over and over again. I don't like any song the first time I hear it. Like almost no song do I like. Like right. I like, I liked that. Um, like very few Pearl Jam songs did I like the first time I heard it. But like that song "Cold, Cold, Cold" by Cage the Elephant. Right. I liked that the first time I heard this song called "Broken" by Lovely the Band. I liked that right away george ezra's stuff i like his stuff like as soon as i hear it but like a lot of songs i'm like eh let me listen to that four or five more times and see i don't know right i don't know song songs it's so interesting how we don't mind listening to songs over and over again but it's james taylor (laughs) (laughs) easy like sunday morning is that james taylor no that's the the Commodores, Lionel Richie. Are you sure? Yeah. I think James Taylor redid that. Well, I mean, I mean, if you redid that, that's fine. I mean, you probably ruined it. But. <laughs> so James Taylor, talented musician, but I just hate his voice and his songs are boring. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like yeah the James Taylor Quartet, Easy Like Sunday Morning. But yes, Lionel Richie and the Commodores. Yeah. All right. Well, let's give credit where credit is due there. Exactly. Sorry, uh, or Lion, Lionel. Lionel Richie. That's all right. All right. So um, because we're new at this podcasting thing, we each created lists of stuff that we wanted to talk about. And we've not done anything off of the list yet. Well, I mean, sort of. We you had Jim Varney on your list. <laughs> well, well, no, but I mean, I sort of directed us into like old B list movies and shows. Yeah. Oh, sort of. what, so you know that's... what I wanted to say. I forgot. I wanted to say about that was um, uh, those um, B list movies from like. Well, I guess they're still making them now. But 
um, oh, what is that guy's name? The like B miss B list movie director who's done it like his whole career. Um, and he's like famous for it. As soon as I say his name, I got to do a better job of recalling things. Here. James Cameron? No. no. <laughs> Going to have a bunch of fans out there yelling. Yeah. No. He did Roger, Avatar. Roger Corman. Roger Corman. Do you know. know Roger Corman? Okay. No, but I'm probably familiar with his work. Oh, yeah. I'm sh- I mean, he's done. Name off a few movies. Okay, here. Let's see. Roger. Do we have to put an advertisement here? Like, advertisement? Were we gonna just like? Yeah, we're just here. Drink Coca Cola, ice cold, or warm. It's better ice cold. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. Going to the post office sucks, so get Stamps.com and you'll get yeah some percentage off your postage with Stamps.com. Go to Stamps.com and enter whatever the name of this podcast is. Stamps.com slash whatever the name of this podcast is, and you'll get some money off. That's a reading. That's a reading. That is a professional. That's hardcore. I was just going to say shop Amazon Prime on on Cyber Monday, which which was yesterday. And if there's anybody that needs advertising, it's Amazon. Well, does Coca-Cola need advertising? That's right. That's right. Which... Which I've always thought that. I mean, Coca-Cola doesn't have to advertise. But I think, if I remember correctly, they, I think, were one of the first products to advertise. advertise, yeah. And they don't need to. But, I mean, I I thought that years ago. but But I think they needed it even more now. Yeah, actually, and I, with all the anti-sugar people, right? But I also wonder if it don't would, drink high fructose corn syrup. If it, dot com. If <laughs> I also wonder if it would be um, like, you know, like the like the fit like high school football player stud who like gets into his twenties and isn't working out anymore and isn't and but like oh but I don't I don't commercial? have to, no but like I don't have to work out I'm fine I don't need to do that and then like 10 years later he's like shit I should have been working out I I slid so far so for like coke like oh we don't need to advertise and then their like market share just plunges right. you know the entire time cuz they're not they reminding kept it people up, that right. they exist yeah right. they've kept it up I think I mean other than like the newer technology companies like they have to permeate every corner of the globe more than right. anybody. You know? Right. I was reading where some people think that that whole uh, new Coke thing was was a stunt, and that they knew back in the eighties. Back in the eighties, okay. like they phased out Coca Cola, like the original, and like replaced it with new Coke. And either one of two things. There's two different conspiracy Coke theories. Class. <laughs> like, okay, first of all, I'm no conspiracy theorist, so I want to divorce myself of any conspiracy theory. This hero is Oliver Stone. <laughs> but the Coke thing kind of, it's it doesn't seem that far-fetched. Like, it could go one of two ways, according to the conspiracy theorists, of which I'm not one, unless relaying conspiracy theories makes me one. But either A... They knew that the new Coke was going to suck and it was going to be not popular, but they just did it as a way to attract attention. Right. And they knew that there would be a backlash. Or B, 
there was no backlash and it was a manufactured thing. And they just said, well, you know, people hate this so much. Sales are so poor. We're going to bring back the original Coca-Cola classic. So what the fuck is New Coke anyway? I It was a different formulation. I remember the advertisement. Yeah, so do I. And I remember seeing it and I, the New Coke. And I remember drinking it, but I we were kids really like yeah we were like seven or eight years old did it really taste that so i don't yeah that's, and, i don't know well did they get rid of the cocaine like <laughs> but I think the cocaine had been gone by then so maybe they put it back in maybe that no that can't be it so it was okay so this is an interesting interesting question was new coke was th- that a way to phase in high fructose corn syrup was that when it started or or did oh I, or did yeah, I don't they know. start using it back in the 60s or 70s i would say that it was probably around by then but i don't and, know uh and so when they got rid of new coke i remember them on their bottles and cans like having to put on coca-cola classic right and i uh, i drink coke now mexican coke only because it has real sugar <laughs> I'm healthy, but like they don't do the Coke Classic. They don't advertise. It's it. just Coca Cola, yeah, right? Just back to Coca Cola. Yeah, cocaine added by myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you can't get the new Coke anymore, and you couldn't. <clears throat> I think they kept it around for a while. Did but... you like um, last summer? Summer of eighteen. Did you see Claire Pepsi at Meyer? No, I was just thinking about that. Though. They Did brought they bring back, back Claire Pepsi for, for a short time period. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what that tasted like. Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> they oh oh yeah yeah yeah. It, basically, they brought back Sierra Mist or Slice or whatever the <laughs> right. hell it's called. Yeah, why? I always wonder why they changed from Slice to Sierra Mist. I, I think Slice is such a cooler name. I mean, it's. Violent. Oh, Give slice. me a slice. slice. No, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, it, because it's owned by Pepsi, right? I mean, it's still owned by. Yeah, I think because so. Coke owns Sprite. I, yeah, Pepsi owns Sierra Mist, and it owns Slice. I, th- I think just a branding thing. I yeah, guess. I mean they because it's the same drink, right? Yeah, but it still feels like like it's a new drink. Doesn't it like Sierra Mist? Give me a Sierra Mist. Yeah, it like new, but it new came ish. back in the. I, I what here? Let's let's. I want to say ninety four to ninety six because I was working at at Costas and Al's. Yeah, uh, Sierra Mist introduced by PepsiCo in nineteen ninety nine. Made it, made available Shit. in all markets by two thousand three. Oh, and then it was Mist Twist in 2016, but then became Sierra Mist again in 2018. Mist Twist, I... <laughs> I missed that one. Yeah. I missed Twist. Yeah. Yeah. I, branding things like that kind of interest me and in like no, I, these <clears throat> companies, what they try to do to increase sales so, and things. I had this idiotic thought. So I heard uh, D- D- Duncan was changing their name. Right. They were... Dunkin' Donuts and people didn't call it that and they realized it. And when I read that they were changing it, I was like, why? 
Like, why do you why do you need to fuck around with that? Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts is Dunkin' Donuts. You right. you've got to change all your fucking packaging, all your goddamn signs. It's gonna cost you more, and I don't think it's gonna just because your name is shorter is it gonna bring more right. people in. Then I found out that they were pretty much phasing out donuts too. I I remember hearing so, that they're like mostly <clears throat> coffee now. So I don't really know. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't drink coffee. I don't really go to Dunkin' often. I mean, I'll get a croissant there periodically. Yeah. Like, like the last one I had was three years ago. But so <laughs> they're periodically. I am not their target audience, but but I don't think it. No, I think I was wrong. I think it hasn't really hurt them. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm I don't know though. I mean, people are fanatic about Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Are they like? That that was the only coffee, I think, that my mom drank, like, in restaurants was Dunkin' yeah. Donuts. And I have a friend who goes through the line at Dunkin' Donuts and, like, right. loves their coffee. So and that's something else that I actually have this written down about. So they just, on the way to work, they just opened a Dunkin' Donuts on Stony Island Avenue, okay, in Chicago. And... When they first opened it, and I drove, I when I saw that they were building it, I was like, "Oh, great! This this place is gonna have like crazy lines every morning." For the first couple weeks, like nothing, and I was like, "What is going on? Why are people not going to Dunkin', right. Dunkin', not Dunkin' Donuts in the morning?" Where five hundred feet south, there's a Starbucks, right? And people will wait in the drive-through at Starbucks. For a line that's so long, it wraps around the parking lot, comes out onto Stony Island Avenue, and has like seven or eight or nine cars on Stony Island. Like literally a line of like 15 cars right. in the drive-thru waiting to go through. First of all, getting back to your cocaine thing, they have to be doing something to make that stuff so addictive. To quote Rick James, cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> but like... If you're, how much time do you have to build into your morning commute to sit in the Starbucks drive-thru for 17 cars? Well, I mean, it's obviously enriched coffee. I guess, but like, you, is that the only start? I I have, I had hot chocolate from Starbucks once. I've never had a Starbucks coffee. Yeah. Actually, I mean, I, I I haven't had a cup of coffee in 18 years. So, I mean, oh, really? Yeah, I should toss that in but i mean i've tasted i th- i think a couple of times i've tasted their coffee and it i mean i think it's the i don't i don't think it's the coffee like it could be pissing people off now but but i don't think it's the coffee i, I think it's the additives that people like oh the yeah fucking whipped cream or, or the flavoring yeah maybe it's I, I mean from what I hear, the coffee quality, because I ha- hang out with people that like they're like, co- they get their coffee from like the Congo. Yeah. And it's right. Apparently, like Starbucks is low grade coffee. It's shit. Yeah. But no, I, I, I think it's the additives right. that people are hooked on. Well, that that place intimidates me too because like I've seen, I've, I don't know if I've ever walked into a Starbucks other than like in hotels and right. stuff. And just, 
Like I wouldn't even know how to order anything because right. I don't know what any of that stuff means. I I would have to go with like an experienced coffee drinker and be like, "Hey, can you can you order for it me?" It intimidates me because of what you said earlier. The maniacs will will wait in line. So, one of my hobbies is when I'm on a break at work, I will, and if I'm in Valpo, Valparaiso, Indiana. Um, I will sit in this uh, in this parking lot of a closing Kmart, mm-hmm. um, and there's a Starbucks in the same parking lot, and I will watch these maniacs fly through the parking lot, yeah. driving like forty miles an yeah. hour through the parking lot to like get in line, and it's just like bad news. Yeah. I mean, it's people ra- like. No, I can, I can see some kind of like riot happening. Yeah, yeah, for coffee, for fucking. If there's ever a shortage, we're really screwed. Yeah, for whipped cream and coffee and whatever fucking flavor bullshit you're adding in there. Yeah, well, I think we're probably lucky we don't drink coffee then, so we'll be. Uh, I'm gonna we'll venture be, we'll to be spared. Yeah, yeah, I, I, th- I think I'd rather wake up and want like a. Like a pour of whiskey than a fucking Starbucks coffee. <laughs> I'd have more pride. <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with my Diet Coke. <laughs> I, I can barely choke down whiskey at like 11 o'clock at night. I don't know about 7 o'clock in the morning. All right. Well, if you've listened to the end, you've made it through the first episode and the original episode. And what I thought of this, we're recording this with no microphone, so it probably it might sound a little, a little, um, what's the word I want to, a little rough around the edges, a little uh, bar authentic or whatever. But if we ever switch to microphones and we build up a fan base, and we're doing like a few hundred episodes of this. Someday we're going to receive an email from somebody that says, like, you guys suck so bad now. I used to listen to you guys before you had microphones, and you were so much better then. <laughs> you guys were keeping it real, you, you man. Guys so, you guys, you were guys keeping sold it real. out. You guys sold out on the microphones. Well, I think uh, maybe maybe if this, um, uh, this evolves into what we're hoping – Maybe if we had like an actual guest on here, we would have to get microphones. If we get a guest, that's less talking for us. Then I don't. I yeah, mean, I know. Well, I mean, I don't know. We know cool people, right? That yeah, yeah. But I mean, for now, it's just us two. So thank you for joining us. And hopefully, we'll be back with another one soon. Bye. <laughs>